Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And we are back on 670 The Score. A few programming notes for you. Marquee Sports Network premieres the latest episode of Cubs Flicks today after Cubs postgame coverage featuring never-before-seen home movie film from the late 1920s through the late 1950s, including new footage of Cubs stars Ernie Banks, Hack Wilson, Gabby Hartnett, and more, narrated by Hall of Famer Pat Hughes. First episode premiered on opening day, the next one after Cubs baseball today. And this afternoon, the Cubs take on the Rays at Wrigley. Pre-game at 12.45 with Zach. First pitch at 1.20 here on The Score in the Xfinity Cubs radio network. We are. We're them. Steve Rosenblum, Mike is busy with you up till ten o'clock. Mark Grody will take over. Actually, we'll have we'll have Mark Grody here nine forty, nine forty five. We'll do transition Saturday suckage transition wake and bake transition. I cannot imagine what the WB Club is going to be thinking when that happens. When the three of us are all on at the same time, yeah. yeah. three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven is the number we gave it out for Cub fans and Sox fans to vent. We were going to do radiotherapy this is part of our sports telehealth that's it and we're doing that bulls fans if you think your guy in charge is full of bs you can let us know 312-644-6767 lou and schiller park you're on the square thank you good morning gentlemen how are you good morning Uh, I'm a little frustrated, but I'm okay. But I'm enjoying uh, watering the grass and the sunshine. And uh, what I'm frustrated is about is when the Cubs got the lead, they go to the bullpen, and the bullpen gives up all the freaking runs, and the Cubs lose the game by the time I go to the bathroom. Well, don't go to the (laughs) bathroom. Wait, it's your fault for going to the bathroom. Exactly. Why do does Rossi have to pull the, the the starter out? Why can't they just let the starter blow his own game? I don't understand. Oh, so you so it's a matter of let's see, David Ross. Thank you for the call, Luke. So David Ross, you want to you do you want the bullpen to blow this, or do you want the extended starter to blow this? Well, the answer to that, Lou, is in this day and age with starting pitchers, they don't go. I mean, it's a rarity when you see a complete game. It's a rarity when you see anything more than a hundred pitches. Usually they don't even get to a hundred. In fact, a great example in a game, the Cubs won the other night when Stroman threw 88 pitches through eight innings. And in the ninth, Rossi put Mark Leiter out there and they won the game. Leiter uh, cruised through that ninth Mm -hmm. inning. 
But at 88 pitches, you would have thought, I mean, certainly old baseball, 1 million percent, Stroman would have gone out for the ninth. In new baseball, Rossi said, and he said in the postgame, and this is logically correct based on what new baseball managers do. It was the fourth time through the lineup because it was the top of the Mets order that night. And he didn't want Stroman to go out for a fourth time against those guys. So he put in lighter. He liked the splits better against lighter. And, and that's what they do. And that is why, to answer Lou's specific question, that is why. Okay. All right. It doesn't mean you have to like it, but that's why. I would encourage everyone to go look at the box score from when Juan Marshall faced Warren Scott. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. And each of them threw like 250 pitches. And by the way, they're both in the Hall of Fame. There you go. All right. <laughs> Joe, welcome to the score. Gents, happy, happy Memorial Day. How are you? Yeah, hey, we Joe. don't say Happy Memorial Day because this day is solemn. It's a day of be thankful for, for and grateful yeah. for people who gave their lives so we could be free and so we could rant and rave about the Cubs. Yes, thankful for our... So I, I don't know about you, but I am hoping that this Carter Hawkins awful experiment comes to an end very soon. I mean, you can just name one after the other. Fulmer, Boxberger, Tyone... Suzuki, uh, Tucker Barnhart, one after the other, after the other, after the other. This guy has missed, and he is wasting Ricketts' money. The only good thing is these people are on short-term contracts, but they're all lousy. I say we get rid of them. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, I appreciate the call, Joe. I, you, you missed Jamison Tyone. How is the Cubs pitch no, he lab said, done he, with you? He, he said Tyone. Tyone? Oh, oh, yeah. You were just running through the list. I don't know if this says. Suzuki was signed before he got here, wasn't he? Or Suzuki, was... this is year three of Suzuki, yeah. right? Yeah. No, no, no. Year Soon two. to be year two. Kosuke Fukudomi. I, I haven't given up on Suzuki, nor have I given up on Tyone. Listen, Tyone has been not good this season. We know this. Thank you for clarifying. I, I, Hey, listen, I pointed out earlier, they have not won a game in which he has started this year. And it's Memorial Day, obviously, as we mm-hmm. sit here. That's bad. That's not a good stat. Forget about his record. The team has not won on a day when he has pitched. However, and I say that he is a veteran pitcher. He was really good for the Yankees last year. He's had a nice major league career thus far. So it's not. It was the only thing Pittsburgh had, really. He was, he was and he was, a, he was, I want to say, the number two overall pick in the draft, whatever year it was when he came out. He was good for Pittsburgh. He's bounced around a bit. He was really good for the Yankees. Um, and the Cubs just signed him to a four-year deal, so this is year one. So he is not going anywhere. I won't argue with you about the Barnhart thing, except my only rebuttal to that is, because you were getting rid of Contreras. They clearly didn't want, they didn't want to pay Contreras. Mm-hmm. They didn't think he was good behind the plate. I think they have been proven correct in that matter based on what's happened in St. Louis. They wanted to get better defensively behind the plate. They were going to sacrifice the offense for the defense. Well, you're certainly sacrificing the offense with with Barnhart. Yes, you are, but you're you're not. You got to play him a lot because you get quotes like this when he caught Stro Stroman, right? Stroman's brilliant game, and Stroman's sinker was working outstandingly well. Oh yeah, and Tucker Barnhart mm-hmm. said the sinker be sankin. It was sankin. Yeah, it was sankin. The sinker be sankin. That's like how is that not an obvious shirt? 
How did not not make the shirt the sinker be sinking? We you may have just spoken it into existence. Hopefully, and, and let's it's, let's it's get a, that. That's a really good country music title, country song title, right? Oh yeah, the sinker be sinking. It's it's a natural. So <clears throat> we're talking about. So yesterday was well, the Cubs sucked, the White Sox sucked. Yesterday was a a birthday of a significant player, and it gives us a chance to live a relive a great moment to bring it to you and to bring it to you with a Hall of Fame announcer. Yesterday was the birthday of Kirk Gibson. So you know where this is going. And we're always happy to go there when Vin Scully is the guy on the open mic. And look who's coming up. And all year long, he answered the demands until he was physically unable to start tonight with two bad legs, the bad left hamstring and the swollen right knee. He's trying to catch lightning right now. Three and two at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. And as Kirk Gibson would make his way around the base of the most unbelievable home run in the World Series, the 1988 World Series that shocked Oakland and the Dodgers would win the World Series, Vince Scully would say, in a season so improbable, uh-huh. the impossible has happened. He was just brilliant, and he spoke to that moment, and it was Kirk Gibson's birthday, and it's a chance to do that. That's still an unbelievable thing. I think, and listen, if you think about it, and I'm 50 years old, I've watched baseball my whole life, if you asked me for my most memorable baseball moment, and you remove my personal, you know, Cubs things from when I was a kid or the World Series in 2016, right? If you remove my own fandom from it, like historically, baseball, the best, that that is the always the moment, the call. I remember literally where I was at watching that on TV, hearing what we just heard. Probably the coolest, uh, most improbable, uh, fun baseball thing that a lot of us have witnessed, right? And it was a moment that former Sox GM Ron Schuler came through the or- Oakland organization, organization and said he would he would get angry, he would get livid if you told him the story the Dodgers told. Mel Didier was a scout, uh-huh. and Mel Didier is giving and going. There's pre World Series meeting, the hitters meeting, and he says left-handed hitters. Sosh, Gibby, Eckersley gets you 3-2. He's coming with that back door. Look for it. That's Mm -hmm. what he's going to do. And that's what happened. I've heard that story, yep. And Ron Schuler, who was with the A's, there's no way he could know that. There's just no way that's true. Schuler is so liberal. (laughs) And then in the 38th round, he drafted his daughter for the White Sox. (laughs) Played softball. Anyways, yesterday was also the Divas' birthday. Oh, the diva! Happy birthday to the diva! diva so she's having. You were talking about Taylor Swift, the mm-hmm. diva, and Aaron Rodgers uh, at the yeah. Swifty concert. Well, <clears throat> the diva's a Swifty. She's had quite a year. I got to tell you, she 
spent a week, actually she had quite a year in a week, where she got a new job at CNN, covering entertainment, writing the digital. She's a digital reporter for CNN. Excellent. Uh, entertainment and culture. Then, to prove her greatness, she got she went online, and unlike everybody else, she got Taylor Swift tickets oh. when they went on sale. And then she got proposed to what by a fine young man. Peyton is a fine young man. It's something you always wish for your kids. You just want them to, you hope you've given them confidence and enough love that they think so much of themselves, they will choose somebody who will love and respect them. That's where she is. Good. She's getting married at the end of September. And the week finished with Allie and Peyton going to see Elton John's final two concerts at Doyer Stadium. That's not a bad week. Yeah, she had a week. She had a year in a week. Is anyway, her, it, is, was her, it was her birthday. Yesterday. Is her fiance a former NFL quarterback? <sighs> fiance. <laughs> Probably is, named after the actually, former NFL quarterback, he's right? He's a nurse. He does good work. I, I, I deal with a guy. This is a, a very random story, but I deal with a guy who lives in Tennessee and his name is Peyton, spelled like Manning. Uh huh. And when I said something to him, I'm like, oh, I'm sure you get this all the time, Peyton Manning, blah, blah, blah. He says, there's a million guys like me here with the same <laughs> name, name Peyton, named yes. Peyton. Yep. So when the diva got the job at CNN, I started following CNN. You get the news alerts and stuff like that. And I get this story. I get this about sologamy, which is not a word that Oops. just trips off the tongue. No. And what it is. What it's about is people marrying themselves. It is a it, it has become a growing wait a second. You wait. marry yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a symbolic expression of self love. It's accepting yourself, it's giving yourself grace, but also loving yourself, being your own best friend. It is you marry yourself. You can do it and the story, the CNN story, this was the headline, the CNN story about <laughs> people doing it, a, a woman did it, recited her vows to herself in a mirror. And there's no, there can be an efficient, there's not. Did you know Trash Panda's an efficient? No. Did you know that, Leo? That's what you have to look forward to, Leo, Leo Stoddaher, our producer. Trash Panda is a, an efficient. He, is, he has conducted weddings, and they're legal. That seems on brand. Like, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. That's Trash Panda. Yep. He could do that. He is a, I mean, you can go on the, in the interwebs and get a license, right? Universal Life Church or something like that. I think a Batacola was marrying people at one point, right. too. And he could do that. And he said, he said that all he really has to say to make it legal is, are you here, are you here under duress? Do, are you here? Do you take, <laughs> no, no duress. All right, sure. Your man and wife. He says he asked you, do you give your love? Do you love this person? He does that just for his own self, but he doesn't have to legally say that. Okay. Anyways, this, when I saw this headline of people getting, I immediately thought Dennis Rodman was ahead of the story. (laughs) Do you know who Dennis Rodman is, Leo? Now, Leo's this fresh-faced 
I'm aware Matthews. of who Dennis Rodman is. Young yes. whippersnapper. You know who Leo, who Dennis Rodman is? Yes. Yeah, why don't you explain? Share with the class your knowledge of Dennis Rodman. He played for the Bulls in the 90s and was... Is that all you know about? No, he was kind of wacky and did some stuff, yeah. It would turn out, compared to what we're going to hear next segment, he was yeah. he was the saner of the two between <laughs> Pippen and Rodman. But one of the things Rodman did was marry himself. I remember this vividly. It was a huge thing down here on Michigan Avenue, was it not? No, no, it was in it was in Central Park in New York. Oh, he it was New York. Gone. See, I didn't he remember had, that. He was a regular with Howard Stern. I knew that. Dennis married himself. In Central Park, he was the bride. He wore a wedding there dress. There are pictures yes. you can find. Yes, he wore a wedding dress. And Mimi, one of the stars from the Baton, you're going okay. to have to Google that. I kind of remember that, yeah. She did the makeup. He did the makeup. They did the makeup, Mimi. <clears throat> and the bridesmaids were in tuxes. He married himself in this big, glorious procession. Of the carriage coming down, and Dennis married himself. And this was in 96. So Dennis Rodman was way... Now now CNN's taking it seriously. Before it was a spectacle. Now, I understand the need for this. We've become... You know, your mental health is important. And it, this is a way of reaffirming your support for yourself. Dennis was doing it to sell books. Yes. And the book was bad as I want to be. Yes. And... And he would do anything to sell books, and he did. He had he had his old uh, whole cottage industry to himself there, back in the mid nineties. And this cracked me up. Thank you, eight four seven texter. If you marry yourself, who gets custody of the kids when you divorce? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Dennis Rodman's one of his former teammates. You know who Scottie Pippen is, Leo? We're just testing Leo. I know who Scottie Pippen is. Yeah. Scotty Bidman was not done being stupid. We're going to share that with you next. Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Steve Rosenblum. Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Are we playing Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? We can. We, we were doing this during the break, and you've got like two degrees of Keith Hernandez and three degrees of... Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. So share with the class what I learned. So I was working the Cubs game uh, Tuesday were, night, Wednesday you were night. Zach Zaidman. I was Zach Zaidman. Zach was Pat. Ryan Dempster was Coom. We had a substitute booth through, due to various reasons Tuesday night and Wednesday night. Both Cub victories over the Mets, I should add. In fact, they haven't won since they you have, guys left the booth. Since they broke up the Zaidman Dempster Espo booth. The Cubs it's are 0-4. Like <laughs> they just traded. They got rid of all the good guys, all the people, all the broadcasters you love. I, I was talking to my friend Brian, who works in the visiting TV booth, and he mentioned, and I got a good chuckle out of this, because the Mets TV analyst is Keith Hernandez. Wonderful baseball player. Mm-hmm. You know, borderline Hall of Famer, right? I mean, a really great baseball player. But better known these days... Mm-hmm. For his appearance on Seinfeld. So now we're going to so, connect so to Kevin. Dunn. Now we're going to connect. So Kevin Bacon dots. So Brian tells me, he's like, I, I've actually got a quick Kevin, but you know, six degrees. I don't even have to go six degrees because connection one, Keith Hernandez, who he was working with in the TV booth, mm-hmm. who was connected to Wayne Knight Newman on Seinfeld, mm-hmm. who was in JFK with Kevin Bacon. Only three degrees was needed or were needed. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. I, oh, there he is. Yep. I yep. still think, and this is, listen, Chip, I am a long-time, yep. long-time, lifelong baseball fan. I vividly remember Keith Hernandez as a Cardinal, as a Met, one of the great, I mean, that's why Seinfeld loves him, from the 86 Mets, right? From his Mets career. Mm-hmm. I still find it fascinating and funny that people forget how good Hernandez was at baseball, but they, they know him now because the episodes have been on for how many years, right? Mm-hmm. They know him way more now for his two, two episode guest appearance on Seinfeld than they do for his 15 year baseball career. Yeah. That just amuses me to no end. Well, that was one of the charges Scotty Pippen made about Michael Jordan doing the last dance, which I found interesting. He's just trying to stay relevant. Uh, okay. I, I, maybe you think that, but you're a guy trying to stay relevant enough to sell bourbon or whatever you're trying to sell. And it may well be true, but I would think the Jordan brand, the Nike, I would think they're still the sneaker leader, right? Wait, my 11 year old who has no business knowing any of the Jordan stuff. I mean, they all, all the kids, the kids still love Jordan, even though they've never, they were way Born way after they would have seen Jordan. Mm-hmm. They all still wear the Jordan stuff. They want the Jordan stuff. Okay. That's Scotty. Again, we should not be surprised Scotty's an idiot, but we are trying to count the ways. We're trying to wrap our hands, wrap our arms around the many ways he could come off stupid. And we've done that earlier. He did an interview. He sat down with the, he was part of the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast, Stacey King and Mark Shanowski. It's on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can find it there. Subscribe where all you find where you find all your apps, all your podcasts, and that's where the app is. And we played some of the stuff earlier, and he was talking about one of the things we played that is just astonishingly stupid 
was talking about how selfish Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan were. That's what he said in the last year where the last dance was all about Michael saying, if Phil's not coaching, I'm not playing. And I know that to be true because I wrote that story a year Mm -hmm. before they started the last dance. Mm -hmm. And Jordan told me and only me, if Phil's not playing, if Phil's not coaching, I'm not playing, period. And Jerry Crowley, and so Scotty thought that was selfish. The guy who refused to get come into a game with 1.8 seconds left playoff game against the Knicks in the stadium playoffs because the play wasn't called for him. But he's calling Jordan and Jackson selfish. The guy who admitted in the last dance that he wasn't going to have back surgery until the season started because he didn't want to bleep up his summer, and he's calling the coach and the best player in the game. Selfish. And he would also call, because this topic would come up, Stacey King, Mark Schanowski on Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. The topic would come up about LeBron, Jordan, who's better. And here's Scotty on that. LeBron will be the greatest statistical guy to ever play the game of basketball. And there's no comparison to him. None. So, does that make him the greatest player to ever play the game? I'll leave that out for debating because I don't believe that there's a great player because our game is a team game and one player can't do it. Like, I seen Michael Jordan play before I came to play with the Bulls. You guys seen him play. He's a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. He was all one-on-one. He's shooting bad shots. And... All of a sudden, we become a team and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. How horrible he was, huh? Yeah, everybody saw saw him score 63 points against Boston. He was the only guy on that team. Well, so that's the thing, right? And I do, I get, so Stacy came out after the fact and said, listen, take it into context. He wasn't saying Jordan was horrible. He was saying before he had a team around him, he was very individualist or whatever. He wasn't saying horrible player. And you kind of catch that in there with some undertone. I mean, I think the use of the word horrible there is not correct. Like, you don't say he was a horrible player. You could say he had to do everything because he was the only, he was the only guy in those teams, right? On those teams before they had the, the core around him. Before Pippen and Horace and Cartwright and... I guess it, who right? didn't know how to win Scotty Pippen and Horace Grant... Guess who didn't know how to win until Jordan dragged you there? Well, Jordan, and by the I way, mean, come on. I, by the way, for all the crapping on Jordan, something that Bulls fan Leo, Leo, do you know who the New York Knicks are? <laughs> you, do I you might have heard of them once or twice. Okay. <laughs> the Bulls are playing the Knicks. It used to be it was a right in the early nineties when the Bulls were on their way to winning. There was a series mm-hmm. where the Knicks really played. They were playing football and soccer. Yep, and. It involves Xavier McDaniel. Xavier McDaniel just, they, they would all beat up Pippen. And Pippen had a knot on his head, mm-hmm. courtesy of Xavier McDaniel. And mm-hmm. there's Jordan going essentially bald head to bald head mm-hmm. with Xavier McDaniel, mm-hmm. letting him know and standing up for what he called his little brother. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I thank Patrick from Gage Park because when we were talking about this earlier, I mentioned and I had forgotten the quote. But from the last dance where Jordan basically said, listen, this doesn't get done without Pippen. The quote is, and I think it's from Jordan's Hall of Fame speech, 
When people speak Michael Jordan, they should speak Scottie Pippen. It's a quote from maybe not his Hall of Fame speech, but from the actual miniseries, The Last Dance. Scotty needs a friend to try to keep him alive. Come on, Scotty. Scotty also needs. Of maybe all. he should marry himself. Or maybe this is a result. <laughs> we had another texture. I'm sorry I forgot the number. I don't have it. It's way down there, and technology scares me. But we did have a texture suggest maybe this is a result of the fact that one of Michael Jordan's sons was taken up with Scotty's yeah. ex-wife. Saw that, too. Mm-hmm. So, and that could. That could be it. That that could be that could be your and one. <laughs> so that would that do it. I mean, come on. But listen, I mean, I I just don't. You're a basketball Hall of Famer. You were on the 50 greatest players of all time, right? You're a six time champ. You made a ton of money. Why? I mean, you're the guy you're most associated with, and the guy you owe most of your success to. Not that you weren't great in your your own right. But you don't do it without him. He doesn't do it without you. Why would you go out there and say stuff like this? That's just stupid. Maybe he's got something to sell. Maybe he's trying to sell product. I just, I don't. Maybe I don't, he's trying to keep himself relevant the way he accuses Jordan of trying to stay relevant I, with I don't the last get, dance. I don't get, I just don't get it. I mean, I get, I get, you know, people. You're dealing with, okay, here's your problem, Espo. And, and other people may have this problem too, and I voice this. But I think confusing the emotional with the logical Yes, I think that's what it, yes, it's it's gotta be. It's an accident waiting to happen because you can't logically think, Mm -hmm. why would you say these things? So you come off sounding stupid, but emotionally you can kind of understand howling at the moon and railing at the, at the dying light. And you can understand why somebody does that. Sure. I'm not, it's death of a salesman. It's Willie Loman. Respect must be paid. All right, well, it was already there, and we've moved on to other things, Scott. To the LeBron thing, though, and I get, like, Pippen is 100% correct when he says LeBron statistically will be the greatest player statistically the NBA has ever seen. And he's certainly in the team photo for greatest of all time players, right? He's also had, I mean, and this is to his credit, he has taken immaculate care of his body, he spends a ton of time and money, and, you know, Training time on his body. He's, I think he's 20 years in, right? He wants to play with his son. At least that's that's what he always says, who is a college freshman next year, right? Right. He's going to USA, one and done. What if What if the Cavaliers draft him? Oh, boy. That would be fun, huh? <laughs> would LeBron be able to engineer some kind of, you have to make sure that he somehow ends up on the Lakers? Or like, it, let's say, and I don't, I, I know Bronny is, is a good high school player and he's committed to USC. So if he comes out after his freshman year and nobody drafts him because he's, you know, like a bench player at USC, the Lakers take him then and just put him on the team. Just, somebody would draft him if only just it would because. Be a chip. Yeah. It would to, be to a get le- LeBron. Exactly. Leverage. Yeah. You get LeBron or you get something for the team. So if you want to play with your son, though, I mean, how do you engineer that? You can't unless. Well, then he doesn't go to college. That's how you do that. Well, that, well he's going to college, though. Right. Whatever rules there are to skirt, that'll be able. What if, <laughs> what if he went to college and he comes out and. AK, draft Bronny. There you go. Yeah, right. So you brought, and then that would really be, wouldn't that be so Reinsdorfian? That'd be very White Soxian. It'd be well, like. But no, but it happened with, remember Jerry Krause always wanted Robert Chief? Robert Parrish, <laughs> right? He finally got him when he couldn't move. Like he couldn't get off the bench. He had to do it in shifts. The Sox, though, and, and I say this, I say this. 
you know, it, all in good fun. The Sox, Roberto Alomar at the end of his career. Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, I lo- so, and I have a wonderful Ken Griffey Jr. story from when he was his brief time with the White Sox, which is funny only because it's Ken Griffey Jr. So I was covering, it was a Sunday game. It was late in the season. And it was the year, and I don't remember exactly what year, but I was covering the game for the station. For, and I was at the Sox game. We're sitting in the clubhouse Sunday morning before the game. It's an NFL Sunday, too. And I had and I'm, I had to, you know, it's one of those where you think in your head, I'm like, this is pretty odd that this is happening because I loved Ken Griffey Jr. as a player. So you're in there, you know, you're chit-chatting, you're getting your pregame mm-hmm. interviews, whatever. And then after all the mics get turned off, you just kind of hang out there and wait to see if anything happens or you're waiting for whoever else to interview. Yeah. So Griffey starts talking to the group of us that are over there. You know, just small talk. We're watching the NFL pregame on the TV. And I had a fantasy football discussion with Ken Griffey Jr. about Brett Favre playing for the Jets. So that was the year Brett Favre was on the Jets. And I keep thinking in the back of my head, it's like, well, this is kind of weird. You know, I love Ken Griffey Jr. He's one of my favorite baseball players ever. And here I am talking to him about fantasy football. It was just weird. And kind of cool. But I weird. have a fantasy football question about OTAs. Maybe you can ask, answer it. Maybe you can't. Joey, uh, Joe, Joe, Joey Ice, frozen guy, former frozen guy, uh-huh. my Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. is ostensibly is a White Sox fan. He's a basketball fan, but there's no reason to root for you. There's reason to hate both teams. He hates the Cubs because he's a White Sox fan or was. So he fired the White Sox. He's going to fire the Bulls, and the Cubs were never so. He says, I'm I, I'm ready for f- some football. And he was going to have fantasy football OTAs. <laughs> Can you do that? Leo, do you play fantasy football? I do play fantasy football, yeah. Okay, can you have fantasy football OTAs? Can you... Can you like do your own mock drafts? Do you do it this time of I'm year? I'm sure some weirdos on the internet have figured out a way to do it with with all the stuff out there, but there's, there's probably a way. There's already, and I haven't looked for them, but I just know from knowing because I also I played fantasy football for a long time. There, you know, the old mock drafts or whatever, just like they do for the real draft. The fantasy mock drafts, I am certain, are out there already for for the season that has yet to come for the 2023 upcoming season. You know, Even though OTAs are just OTAs. over, well, that's just Mark bizarre. Brody that. Who 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 has uh, has he hired anyone? If he's fired the Sox and he's fired the Bulls, is he is he hired anyone? It's football. It's, it's that's football. it. It's foot, ready right. for some football. Three one two texture brought up. Okay, Griffey, Manny Ramirez, Andrew jo- Andrew Jones, Omar Vizquel. Yeah, let's bring them all up. And boy, is he got Manny Ramirez, who is <clears throat> steroid God. user. You got Omar Vizquel, who is depraved. That's just great. Jose Canseco. Yeah. Remember that? That was a end this of the was, season one but year. But the right? idea of Griffey and Robert Chief were guys that in each of the respective Reinsdorf organizations that they, they craved, they needed to have these guys. And then mm-hmm. all of the Alomars. I mean, it may have been Sandy Alomar. They may have brought him back to coach third base, <laughs> too. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll ask, we'll talk OTAs with uh, Mark Grody. It's Grody time. And we will do transition with him. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito. We're Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670, The Score. It's been a hell of a morning, hasn't it? It's getting a hell of a more better, more betterer. Getting the band back together here. Bears. Bears. We got the guy who says Bears. Bears. He is. He's a man following us. Here on this Score broadcast day on Memorial Day. Your Memorial Day broadcast day, Rosenblum and Esposito, will be done at 10. 10 to 12.45, Mark Grody will be here. Take you right up to Cubs pregame. And then following Cubs postgame, Gabe Ramirez. It'll be Cubs and Rays, and then the postgame, and then Gabe Ramirez until 8 p.m. Download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Search 670 to score and hit play. Bang! Exclamation point. Bears. Plus, you can find us on the smart speaker, too. Just tell your device to play 670 the score, and then you'll hear Mark Grody. Hi, Mark. Bears. Bears. What's up, guys? How are you? Happy Memorial Day. Or I actually, Steve, you said it correctly. I guess that's probably, I don't even know if inappropriate's the right word. Not a good phrasing, right? It's not not the right way to, for Happy Memorial Day. Maybe how about, I hope your Memorial Day is sound. Okay. All right. Good. We did have a texture that said, thank you for saying that, because his grandfather, when somebody would say, happy Memorial Day, his grandfather, who was a veteran, would say, I'm not dead. That's a really good point. (laughs) That's an excellent point. I would take that into consideration. So that's why I said, we just, you know, we hope you observe Memorial Day however you do and give thanks to people who allowed our, gave the ultimate, allowed allowed us to be free to argue about which team is crappier, the Cubs or the Sox? <laughs> Who had a worse loss yesterday? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, okay, let's evaluate. Let's, let's, I mean, it was just, yeah, it was just awful for, for both teams yesterday in terms of those losses and the Reds just crushing the baseball over a three-day period against the Cubs. And then the, the Tigers... <laughs> That sucked yesterday. <laughs> that was that that ninth inning, the Tigers ninth, where Riley Green gets the triple off of Luis Robert, who went down on one knee to try to slide to get a ball, which was headed for the gap. It was an ill-advised mistake yep. by Luis Robert, and then the Javier Baez grounder to Tim Anderson and whatever. He was playing in. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of an excuse there. He was handcuffed on the play. Another run scores, and then of course Eric Haas with the the sack fly to win it. So that that just blew. And the reason that that blew so badly was because of the earlier Gavin Sheets explosion. So I guess that was wait, wait am I conflating my days? I think that was the Saturday. Mm-hmm. But 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 you know the, the, that's what it is. These days are running into each other, and that yeah that Sox game just blew yesterday. So did the Cubs game. Yep. Just well, blew. and Mark, we were talking about earlier that the. the, the frustrating thing about this weekend for both teams 
you know, Bruce and I and inside the clubhouse on Saturday morning, we're, we're taking the ha- glass half full approach. You know, the Cubs had beaten the Mets a few games. They had just lost the series opener to the Reds, but it was Saturday morning, right? You're still, you're looking at the standings. The Cubs are right in it. They're four and a half, five out. Same with the Sox. They had been playing good baseball of late. You're like, listen, these divisions stink. Both teams are in it. Both teams are, are you know, playing well or had had some some good moments this week. So you're thinking, all right, glass half full. And then you get you get swept by the Reds. And then the White Sox, you know, you, you just mentioned it yesterday. And we hadn't even mentioned Dylan Cease, who had been one of the huge bright spots on this team. And, you know, this is a guy who has not found it yet this year. You know, it really brings me down, Espo, and you just you mentioned the, the divisions that the Cubs and Sox in their respective central divisions are both very much still alive. And I, I'm ready to ditch that. I'm, I'm almost ready. Because we've been doing that with the Sox since last, since the entire oh my God. year. The last entire year. thing, yep. Right, not with the Cubs. Now we're doing the same thing with the Cubs because despite how horrible they've been recently, they are five and a half games out of first place at 22 and 30 with nobody taking command of the division. That all sounds good, and there I just said it. It might have sounded good to you, but to me it's all BS, and it's kind of a loser's mentality when, well, we're, you know, we're not great, but look at the rest of the division. They kind of suck, too. So I'm almost ready to stop saying that in parentheses to everybody, to stop saying that as a caveat, to stop saying that to give hope, because especially in the case of the White Sox, we just know something is wrong, and it goes beyond the bullpen. It goes beyond the core. It goes beyond the injuries. Uh, well, I don't know how much more beyond it can go than those three things, but yeah, they, they they are all issues, and it's time that we stop giving that. Or at least I think I'm going to stop giving that excuse, the divisions that they're in, because it just sounds loserish. Well, we we just started the show with that. <laughs> oh, we you brought did. it up. No, no, no. What? Sorry, I wasn't awake this morning. At when did you? You mean you weren't today? listening at You're seven a.m.? Come on, you have to. Uh, you have to yeah. You have to pass a quiz in order to be able to do the ten o'clock <laughs> show after this. But we talked about yeah. that. That you these. The, both teams suck. They have just the horribleness that's involved with with a, a rookie manager in the White Sox who looks like a rookie manager and sounds like a rookie manager, and nothing has changed as a team that's not ready to play every game and bad defense and dumb base running, and they, mm. they can't their, – their rotation seems to be shredded one way or another, and they can't stay healthy. And then you look at the Cubs, and you go, well, the manager, the lineup, the what what's – they really – aren't playing good baseball, and we don't know. Jed's never won anything without Theo. David Ross has never won anything, period, as a manager. We don't know if he's good or not. And then you look at, well, Marcus Stroman's pitching like he should be traded. He's pitching well enough to get traded. And that's about it. And the bullpen's a disaster. And you look at all this and you go, wait, each team is a one-week winning streak away Mm -hmm. from being in first place. And there it is. So we had Jim Carey from Dumb and Dumbers. So you're telling me there's a chance, <laughs> and it's true, Mark. Well, it is So you're true. telling me there's a chance. There it is. It, it is true, and if we look at the Cubs and the White Sox, which team, either or both or neither, is actually capable of that, of winning seven or eight games in a row, winning 10 of 12? Which of these two teams – and look, I mean, the Cubs' schedule – is a bear 
coming up. Yeah, this here. week I mean, it, this week is not going to be kind. This next ten days to two weeks, whatever it is, uh, Grota, you're 100 percent right because after getting swept by the Reds, you have the best team in baseball coming into town, and then after that, you get a day off. But then the dreaded West Coast road trip, and oh. then you you're going to end against the Yankees. San Diego, yeah. Where That's else? Right. Where else? Aaron Espo? You Judge got this... against that bullpen. How you fix for that? Espo's doing his what's coming up next segment on the post game show <laughs> right now. That's it. Well, and seriously, Mark, and it's funny too because and I was jokingly telling Steve this earlier. We I, I worked a few games this week. Pat and Ron were both off for various reasons, so we had the Zaidman Dempster Espo booth, and we were two and zero. We the Cubs nice. beat the Mets both days. Nice. And Cubs and haven't won. We since. will point out that they're zero and four since then. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that had some. No, uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, all right. I'll but, pass it along to Pat and Ron. No, <laughs> we're, it's a good one. We kid, we kid. I, but the thing is, is because I, I I literally on the post game show you talk after those first two Mets games, and we were talking about you know the Cubs. They 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 had a tough road trip against tough teams. They come home. They're playing good against a good team. Maybe this is the you know takeoff point for the season. And then, you know, that's why the Red Series, in my mind, was so disappointing. Yeah, it was. And some of what should have been expected is occurring. I mean, Steve mentioned the the bullpen, and it, at least going into Sunday, it was ranked 26th with a 461 ERA. That has probably ballooned after Fulmer's fifth and Jeremiah Estrada's various giving up of hits. When you're not serious necessarily about winning or doing real damage, you don't go all out to put a bullpen together. And the Cubs have been almost proud to not have a closer on this team. (laughs) And I'm not saying they should, but it's symbolic of a team that probably is about where you'd expect them to be. All things considered, they're 22 and 30. I don't even know if they're eight games under 500 bad. I think they're a hovering right around 500 team, probably two or three under. And a lot of it does depend on what happens at the trade deadline. If Marcus Stroman, you know, he does have the opt out, as uh, Rosie mentioned. So is this, are they, are they going to sell? We don't know at this point what the Cubs are thinking. Uh, But, you know, those do remain the facts. Yeah. The bullpen stuff is difficult to mark because, you know, a lot of the peripherals, a lot of the metrics say the Cubs should be better than 22 and 30 record wise. They've lost a lot of close games. They've lost a lot of one run games. Uh, I don't think they've had a come from behind after if they were trailing after seven. I think the stat is I don't think they've won this season. So in the games where they win, they're winning handling in the games and they're lose. They're losing tight ones. And a lot of that can fall right on on that bullpen, like you said. But I, well, think, the bull- I think they both have put themselves in a position to win the Victor Wembayana lottery. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> I think we have you- to give them that, Mark. Oh, no, they'll, they'll be dismissed in the first 10 seconds, just like the Chicago Bulls were. <laughs> what do you have today, Mark? Well, here's what we got going down on the show today, boys. We will we will pick this baseball conversation up where we left off uh, to begin the show today. Definitely going to get – what was that all about? Was that the pretend like you're listening to Tamel while you're taking a sip of your coffee, Steve? What was going <laughs> I'm on there? marking it there's, down. There's I'm no, co- there's no coffee here. He, he's pen in hand. Oh, okay. I just heard like a mm, 
Uh huh. Okay, so he's still talking. Uh, Clay Harbor will be on with me at 11 a.m. to talk Bears, Bears and NFL. Bears. Clay Harbor, the Bears, the nine-year NFL veteran. You've heard him on the score. I love listening to him, mm-hmm. and I want to pick his brain about the Bears for as long as he will let me. At 12 o'clock from the Marquee Sports Network, we will have Andy Martinez on. He is a writer for the Cubs, and he will continue to attempt to give us answers about this Cubs team and what they are and what they might look like by the end of this season. Cubs baseball at 12:45. The the Cubs and the Rays, as I know that you guys have been talking about. And we'll get into all sorts of, we've got other Bears topics. I do want to talk about the Scotty Pippen Ooh, stuff. Boy. And it's so cool that Liam Hendricks is coming back. I'm sure you guys touched on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. But uh, the Yeah, fact that, that is your baseball highlight this season. I mean, anytime we can say cancer-free, yep. th- those are two of the most important words in uh, maybe in the world, yep. um, cancer-free. And that's what Liam Hendricks is from a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So that is something to be celebrated and talked about. And, hey, and then, and then because we're just sports fans, guys, how the hell can Liam Hendricks help this team that's now that right. we're past the cancer? Get in there. That's right. And take care of business because Joe Kelly couldn't. That would there be, you go. That'd be very Chicago to welcome Liam Hendricks back with a standing ovation today and have him come in, blow a save, and then you boo him. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And then he'd say, "I hate this place." And then it would be like, "No, it's just the new rules that I hate. I hate, I hate, I hate the pitching clock rule." I hope you two guys have a blessed and uh, reflectful Memorial Day today. We are. We're going to reflect now on how we've gone over on the clock. That's so right. No, you haven't. Yeah. Is this is, is this no is you can't. transition? We can't it's go transition. Over, right? No, it's it's all good. It's all well, well. I'm gonna let you guys go, but it's all good, Stevie Sunshine. We are right on time, baby. All right, you have a good show. Talk Thanks. sportsy. Enjoy, oh, okay. Mark. I'm gonna talk sports. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye, See Mark. you, buddy. We're gonna. Bye. We need to thank Leo Stoddard for sort of sitting there. Thank you, Leo. He played all the stuff we needed him to play. Thank Mark Potash from the Sun-Times, Paul Sullivan from the Tribune, Mike Esposito. Thank you. Thank you, Rosie. It's great to be here as always. And we would need to thank uh, Ryan Porth for making the mistake of putting us on the air. <laughs> Mark Grody is next. Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.